I'm really impressed with how my beard's looking lately. It is growing so fast in such a short amount of time. And it's looking really nice. I was looking on their website the other day, looking at the products that you're using, and I did notice that they do have a tank top for women. So ladies, while you're out there looking at stuff for your man, don't forget to go check out their tank top at madvikingbeard.com. Oh yeah, welcome to the Horde and Beard On. Sweet intro, bro. Yeah, that's Super Bubble. Really cool band. This is my uncle's band, actually. Oh, really? Where yeah. can you find them? You can check them out on iTunes. Oh, my. I might have to go check them out. If you guys want to go check out a new band, go hit them up. Super Bubble. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Spouse Holes. I'm here with Eric. How you doing? Doing pretty good. How about yourself? Doing good. So let's get into our diets. Yeah, it's been treating us pretty good, I feel. Yeah, we have a lot to share with our listeners as far as what we've tweaked and what we kind of learned for our bodies. So what are some things that you've noticed for your diet? For me, I'm really enjoying the intermittent fasting. I'm actually only doing one meal a day and I eat towards lunch or towards dinner time is when I'll actually take my meal, maybe a little snack before I work out. So I go like 22 to 23 hours. And you're still feeling good. I still feel pretty good. Yeah. Still have the energy to do the whole day without eating. Yeah, my workouts seem to be okay when I actually get my butt off the couch and <laughs> do my workout. All right, so what part of the keto diet have you tweaked? Or have you tweaked any of the keto diet? Uh, so something I've been trying lately is uh, carb cycling. And right, what's that? It's where you'll go maybe 14 days of doing really good keto. And then you allow yourself one day where you have a little bit more carbs than normal. And it's supposedly supposed to jumpstart your metabolism. And it's easier, I feel like, to get into keto when you do the fasting, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Fasting is huge for keto. So that's, I guess, a little trick that you've learned to keep fasting to get you in the keto faster. Oh, yeah. And especially if you have like your carb cycle day where you actually eat a whole bunch, not a whole bunch of carbs. You still want to keep it under, I'd say under 150 grams of carbs. But on that day... The following day is when you really want to make sure to do a good fast and you'll really see some results. So I guess, how do you do it? So let's say you have your carb day today. So you go without eating until tomorrow dinner or do you go even longer? At least till tomorrow dinner. Okay. All right. Yeah. And so one thing that I've seen for me is the intermittent fasting doesn't really work for me. I get really dizzy and... Hangry. Hangry. (laughs) I get hangry. Yeah. I don't... I can't seem to stick with intermittent fasting but keto if i do just keto it works for me but i can't do both at the same time because then i just don't feel good yeah i think for people who don't have the fat it's hard for them to do both but for me i have the fat storage and so i have something for my body to give me energy during the fasting period right yeah and i've struggled a little bit with keto as far as knowing what fat or how much fat to take in because I just I don't really think about fat or like you can eat fat off of meat and I think that's so disgusting I can't do that so for me it's hard it seems like it's hard for me to find the fats that I'm supposed to be getting I know that you can get an avocado and a nut and I hate nuts just not a nut fan I know (laughs) I I don't know I'm I struggle with getting the fat just lowering your all-around 
calorie intake per day and then you'll lose weight. <laughs> yeah. So if our listeners have any things that they've been trying or that they tweaked and they feel like works better for them, feel free to share with us and we can check it out and see how it works for us. We want to just stress that we are not medical experts and we don't have any degree in medical stuff. So this is just stuff that we've tried for ourselves. We are not nutritionists. No, we're not. So we've um, made sure for us, you know, with our doctor that we're okay doing what we're doing. So if you are going to try something new, check with your doctor first. Be smart, people. Right. But I do suggest a magnesium supplement and fish oil. Those are two things for keto that works really well. Make sure to eat your uh, fish oil with your meal. You can take the magnesium whenever you want. It won't break your fast. Along with a good multivitamin, it won't break your fast. And then heavy coffee. Lots of coffee. Coffee, coffee, coffee. Coffee and coffee. water. <laughs> <Don't> coffee. <laughs> I was reading in the news the other day mm-hmm. about this guy who went out with this metal detector and started, and you know, heard the beep of the metal detector. So right. he started to dig. Before he knew it, he had dug a 12-foot hole. And at that time, he realized that the thing that was setting his metal detector off was his steel toe boots in his shoes. Oh, my gosh. I would feel like such an idiot. So there he was standing in a 12-foot hole (laughs) with his shoes being the reason. 12 feet. 12 feet. That's crazy. I mean, after... I don't know. I just feel like after a little bit, I would be like, okay, what? Why? Why is this still going off? Or is it like a big treasure hunt? It's going to be a lot of gold. He was after the big score. And (laughs) I don't think that he found it. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think his shoes are worth that much money. (laughs) But 12 feet would just. uh, That would be exhausting. Like he had to be really determined. Well, in the picture that I found on the internet, you just see that he looks frustrated depressed and very angry oh i would be pissed where was he what did you say sorry i don't think i saw where he was from no i meant like was he in his like front yard or was he uh, somewhere out using his metal detector so i imagine a populated place so people were seeing him (laughs) can you imagine i mean after a while people might be just coming around and just standing in the hole with you seeing what you're gonna bring up and then to say oh it's my shoes i found something good over here yikes yeah, I, I'm not an, a metal detector person, but I think it'd be fun to like rent one and do maybe on vacation one day for like a couple hours. But to make it your hobby that you're out there doing every day, I don't know. It's not for me. Yeah, it's a lot of dedication, I guess, to it. I just feel like you'd find a lot of trash. So maybe you're just dedicated to keeping your beach clean. I guess that's true. All right, should we get into some holes then? Yeah, I was going to say, speaking of holes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll go first. Okay. I got a good one this this time. This year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this year, you know, 2019. Here we go. I, I did post on Instagram our message between us telling you that I had a really good hole. So hopefully my hole is good. But let's hear your hole. Well, you actually messaged me that you had found your hole, and that was unique in and of itself. <laughs> Text out of the blue from my wife. I found my hole. Oh, good for you, honey. <laughs> Two kids later. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's hit your hole. So mine's kind of like a two for one hole, if you will. All right. So a guy and a girl are together and the guy cheats on the girl. Clearly a whole move. Okay. But then the girl says, you know, the only way I'll take you back, because he feels bad. You know, it does happen. He did love her. 
I guess, if you can say that. But so he cheated, realized his mistake and really wanted to be back with her. And so she's like, well, the only way I'll take you back is if you tattoo my face 20 times on your body. What? Oh, my gosh. That's horrible. So it's the same portrait on his body 20 times of her. And then she dumps him. No, she didn't. She re- really? Yeah. Wow. So it's like well, both of them are funny. holes in their own way. Yeah. But I mean, that girl's pretty awesome for doing that because she got her revenge. That's you know. an epic revenge. <laughs> Can you imagine? I'm sorry. Well, portraits for me with tattoos are just hard. You have to find a really good artist. It's not very good. It's not? No. They were pretty bad. For our listeners, you'll have to go on to our Instagram and find the link to this because it's pretty epic how you see this guy with 20 of the same tattoos all over his body. And they're not small. They're probably like the size of a soda can. Wow. And then imagine all the money he also put into it. Cause those uh, not much. Mean, they're not very good tattoos. Like, you think he went to like a basement? Uh, I guess I'll have to. Basement, we'll have to post we'll put it. it on. We'll put it. People up. can be the judge of it. That's crazy. Yeah, I think that's pretty awesome. But yeah, I guess they're both holes. Yeah, but he's the ultimate one in this in that story. But good for her. Mean of her. Good for her. <laughs> All right. Do you want to hear mine? I'd love. To. It's a couple one also. Oh really? Yeah, it's a husband and wife though. Okay, so this is in Texas. A Lady goes to the movies with her husband, and there's two stories. The wife says that the husband assaulted her and was trying to choke her or strangle her. But it sounds like he didn't get charged for anything, so I don't think that her story panned out. Like, I don't think when they did their investigation that hers was true enough for him to get charged. So they went to the movies, according to the husband. They went to the movies, and she asked him, do you think I'm pretty? He didn't respond back. And he says he didn't hear her. Well, apparently she was so mad that he didn't respond to her question if she was pretty. And she started beating the crap out of him. They got up. They left. On their way home, she was still beating the crap out of him. They get home. She continues to beat him. Some family member is there, tries to break him apart. She starts beating on the family member. And then police obviously are called. And she gets charged with two assault charges like domestic family abuse or something. So next time I ask you if I am pretty, you better make sure you answer me. <laughs> or else you'll catch some assault charges is what you're saying? <laughs> no, I'm, I'll be smart about it. I'm not going to do it in public. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, but what do you think about that? I thought it was a good hole. It's a very good hole. I think that mine's better, but... I don't know. When I first read the headline, it said... Texas woman allegedly attacks husband after getting silence when she asked if she was pretty. Am I pretty? Am I pretty? <laughs> That's funny. So that is pretty good. That was my whole. I thought it was great, but now without with your reaction, I don't feel like it was as great to send you the text message as excited as I was. Well, I mean, it's a good one, but you're guy didn't get 20 tattoos of the same portrait that's true and then get dumped (laughs) that's awesome that's epic speaking of epic easter's coming up i'm pretty excited you know this year we have both girls and we get to spoil them a little bit we've already done 
some of the family traditions already with my family, we always have to dye our Easter eggs. And since my parents were going out of town, they decided to do it a week early so we could go over and bring their grandkids to them and dye some Easter eggs. So have you did that? <laughs> have you done that all your life? So that's as far as you can remember, you would dye eggs? Oh, we would dye eggs every single year. And then along with that, my mom would hide the eggs that we dyed. Or the I actual say, hard-boiled eggs? I should say the Easter bunny would hide the eggs and then we would go and find them the next morning. The, the next morning? Yeah. The hard-boiled eggs that were cooked, she would hide. The Easter bunny. Sorry. <laughs> um, okay, so the hard-boiled eggs, you guys would die. Then the next day, you would find those that the Easter bunny hid that night or whenever. Those yes. hard-boiled eggs. Oh my gosh, that like, what? Yeah, but you just, you know, you have the number of eggs you hid so you don't forget any and they get stinky. So they, it doesn't stink up the house? No, they're, they're, I mean, it's such a small period of time and they're hard boiled. So it's not like they're rotten, you know? Well, I know, but sometimes when, even when we cook with like our machine that has a hard boiled eggs, it can cook a bunch of hard boiled eggs in. I feel like the house stinks like eggs. I mean, to a degree, but it's Easter. It's supposed to smell a little bit like eggs. <laughs> like bunny poop and eggs, huh? Yeah. So every year we would always dye the Easter eggs and then we would also um, get baskets. Me and my brother would each get a basket and the Easter bunny would hide our basket very, very well. And each year as we got older, the Easter bunny would hide it more and more difficult up until... I mean, even when me and you were first married, that Easter bunny would really challengingly hide our Easter basket. Do you remember? I think normally you found it. But yeah, I do remember. We'd be looking and looking and never find it. Yeah. That's crazy. It's still, I'm still kind of in awe about hiding the actual hard-boiled eggs. I mean, I know that you still have a number and that you know when you go looking for it, that you have to hit X amount of numbers, but that's just crazy to me. Yeah, and I think that, you know, in the background the easter bunny keeps a pretty close eye on where all the eggs were hidden so that if the little kids forget where some of the easter eggs were the easter bunny can lend a ear oh my gosh real comedian over here <laughs> that's crazy so for us uh, my parents would buy fake eggs or whatever you know the plastic ones and the easter bunny would fill them up with candy and hide those and we would wake up and have our baskets and we would go and find them throughout the whole house so wait a minute you're telling me that the easter bunny for you gave you candy and we got eggs yeah that's why i was surprised Man. <laughs> i tell you and there were some good candy too so i remember having that pretty much all growing up and then I was actually talking to my youngest sister and she said that she would actually get the big basket and they would hide the basket or they would just give her the basket. I only remember one year my dad buying a basket for Easter and it wasn't for any of us and nobody was pregnant that we knew at the time. And he bought it just one day and said, this is for my grandson and I know that my first grandchild will be a boy. And he bought it. And I mean, Easter's in April. And then in November, my oldest sister, or December, no, it was November, my oldest sister said that she was pregnant and it was a boy. 
Wow. So it was crazy because that's the only basket, the big basket that I can remember they've ever bought. But my sister, my younger one, said that they did buy her baskets and stuff too. But yeah, that was the, the kind of the one moment memory that I have of the Easter that was kind of like, what? Like it's, it's a boy and he predicted this a long time ago. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, I, we always enjoyed Easter at my family. We always really took pride in coloring our egg and... You know, sometimes I, even with you, we, when you started doing it with us, we'd have like competitions who could draw the best on the egg. Oh, it was no competition. I always won. (laughs) Yeah. Your brother put one this last time, Kiara stinks. And I didn't go and defend myself. I just. Ooh, didn't defend your title. No, I just let it slide. So. I felt like this year it went by a lot faster. Zaylee was kind of in a mood and she was, she was more wanting to eat the eggs than <laughs> yeah. color the eggs. She loves hard-boiled eggs. She really does. Yeah. I think she ate like three while we were trying to color them. <laughs> yeah. Well, she did put the first egg straight in her mouth, and she just bit it with the shell and everything. <laughs> Remember? That kid, I swear. She's definitely my child. She, Yeah, she is. So, no, it's been fun. And we're having our own family I like bringing in our own cultures. I know back then too, my mom would love dressing us up in like the the Sunday dresses and she'd buy us Sunday hats and we would go to church with those. And I think that would be fun with the girls dressing them up and, you know, Zaylee is getting used to the hat. Erica doesn't really care so much for the hats, but she's still little. (laughs) But one tradition that looks like we're going to be doing every year is going to be with the deaf community. Yeah, that was really cool. We went to an Easter egg hunt with them and they did it at the deaf community center. Yeah, it was a deaf community center, I believe. And it was really cool just to be around so many people who spoke ASL and seeing it more than you're used to seeing it and get the opportunity to try to practice because we're so new to it. It was a good experience. Yeah, it's crazy from Christmas to now seeing people sign and picking up as much as we can pick up. It's kind of crazy to see. Well, for me, anyway, I can't speak for you, but for me, I felt like I was able to pick up a little bit more. It's nothing like what they're able to sign fast. But when people talk to us, they do slow down. They do know that we're starting and the families are really open and very, you know, the ones who can hear and speak and everything are very vocal and are always willing to help out. Yeah, they're way nice. And so it was actually a really fun experience. And Zaylee loved it. Erica did nap for some of it. But Zaylee loved going and signing to people because she is picking up on sign. And everyone thought she was so cute signing back to them. And they were surprised that she actually knew a little bit of the sign language. And then we tried to get a picture with the Easter Bunny. Oh, that was funny. Zaylee didn't want anything. She liked the Easter Bunny from afar, but she didn't want anything to do with the bunny up close. No. And he had to go up some stairs to get on the stage. And that was just... And Every was, step closer we got, <laughs> she grabbed you tighter and tighter. It she really did. And everybody is watching because there's a line. And so you're on stage with the bunny and you're trying to take the picture. Oh, yeah. And center, she's freaking center out. Center attention, <laughs> everyone watching. And your daughter's the only one that freaked out of all the little kids that are gone at that point. <laughs> Which is funny because then we walk by and she just waves. She's smiling and waving at the bunny. But as soon as we try to get close, <laughs> epic fail. She actually wanted to go to the bunny 
uh, before we went to go look for the eggs. And they actually had a really cool system. They had the younger kids, I think it was ages one to three, go out together and they had a limit of five eggs per kid. So everyone was able to get an egg and everyone was able to find the eggs and get a chance to not be left out. So that was pretty cool. But the Easter Bunny was standing at the door when we were leaving to go get the eggs and she was just so excited and wanted to go up to the bunny but yeah i guess something just switched something changed when she found her five eggs she's like okay i'm over this i have my candy let's go <laughs> yeah but she had fun they have little games that they do too so once erica's big enough she'll be able to go enjoy the games but zaley loves it so far and it's fun seeing the families and the connections that the girls will have and the friends that they'll have because the community is so small. Most of the people that were there for Christmas were there for Easter. So it seems like most of the activities that we will go to, the majority of the families that normally go will always be there. So it'll be cool. Definitely fun. Yeah, that was a cool tradition that we'll have to keep up. Speaking of fun and amazing things in the news, I found my plug and it was with the lift. You know, Lyft, like the company that comes and picks you up. Oh, I thought you were talking about lifting weights. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know Lyft. Yeah, so Lyft will actually notify you if your driver is hearing impaired. Oh. And it gives you some links to go and find some common ASL signs that you could then use to interact with your hearing impaired driver. Wow, that is amazing. It's crazy now that, you know, we have a deaf child of all of the stuff that comes out on the news of ASL or hearing impaired or deaf community. And I mean, I think back then we would have been like, oh, that's kind of cool, whatever. But now it's like, wow, like that's amazing. Oh, one of my favorite things is the signer that'll go to like rap concerts. Oh, yeah. And translate the rap into ASL or some form that's of amazing. sign language. It's just like its own show. Oh, uh, even the rapper probably wants to just sit there and watch. And you know how much homework they have to do? Because for our listeners, ASL, American Sign Language, is not like English. So if you're saying a sentence in English, the, the languages are two separate languages. It's not a same language. It's like you comparing English to Spanish. They're not the same language. They have their own formats. They have their own sentence structure. So when you someone is signing ASL, like they have to do their homework as far as how to translate this correctly in the ASL format. So like, for example, um, I want milk will be milk want is what you sign. So you wouldn't sign the I want milk because ASL doesn't have all those little connector pieces. Right. So watching them and knowing how much work it takes for them to do that, it's amazing. And their facial expressions and their whole body gets into it. So it's literally, I feel like the music's more powerful when I watch somebody sign because it's just so much more energy is put into that song or whatever they're signing. And so even normal conversation, I'm just like in awe when I still see it because it's like, they're oh, so it's, emotional. It's mesmerizing, yeah. mesmerizing. So <laughs> when amazing. I read that about Lyft and how they're doing that, I thought it was really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. And it helps for people who are actually hearing impaired, Yeah, you know, so they don't have to go and try finding a driver and can't communicate with a the driver. They can actually find somebody who's hearing impaired. So that's awesome. That's way cool. All right. Do you want to hear my plug? Let's hear it. Okay. So my plug was in Michigan. Um, this officer, okay, and I don't want to butcher his name, but I have to say it. Officer Lenema, Lenema, sorry, officer, if you hear this, but <laughs> he was watching this little boy who actually missed the bus, this little nine-year-old boy. 
um, Thomas, he missed the bus and he was running after the bus. And the officer, you know, talked to him and was like, hey, did you know left to school? Obviously, the little boy talked to his mom. The mom didn't have a car. She was okay with him taking the officer, taking the kid to school. So on the right there, the little boy was letting him know that that night was actually his birthday party. And the little boy was actually bullied. And he was really afraid that nobody was going to show up to his birthday party, but he would like it if the officer could attend to the birthday party. So later that night, the officer shows up and he's heartbroken because nobody shows up to the boy's birthday party. None of his classmates show up. The little boy doesn't even have a birthday cake. It looks like the little boy might they might not have a lot of money. And it's just him and his siblings there. So the next day, the officer talks to all of his officers and they buy him a Dunkin' Donuts cake. <laughs> of course, it's Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> and they all show up to his house and he gets home from school and sees the presents and the cake and all the officers there to celebrate his birthday. And they just want to show awareness of bullying, you know, making sure that kids aren't being left out and that nobody should be worried about somebody not show or people not showing up to the birthday party because a kid shouldn't have to worry about that. And so they let him know next year, give us a head, you know, ahead of a time when you guys are going to do your birthday party. And we'd love to come out every year and celebrate with you. So I thought that was awesome for the officers to go out and do that for this little boy who was bullied and afraid nobody shows up. And then his worst fear comes true. And this officer, you know, took charge. It goes and, way above and beyond. That's awesome. Yeah. So that was really heartwarming to me because I'm just, whenever I hear about somebody getting bullied, my heart just breaks every time. So I'm the bully. Yeah, probably not, but <laughs> like the biggest teddy bear. But yeah, so that was my plug of the week. I really like that one. Yeah. That was really good. I thought that was awesome. So kudos to you officers out there. Thanks for serving, protecting, and showing up to kids' birthday parties and making their dreams come true. So that was awesome. That is awesome. And remember, if you have a topic submission that you want us to talk about, you can hit up our site at spouseholes.com or hit us up on Instagram at spouseholes. Also Facebook and Twitter. Man, we're everywhere. We Spouse everywhere. holds it up. <laughs> All right. Talk to you guys next week. Thank you. See ya.